0: abraham lincoln radio studio at the george washington broadcast center jack armstrong and joe getty the armstrong and getty show
3: russian president vladimir putin's military once feared now mocked no laughing the officer says to her recruits ask your wives girlfriends mothers for period pads and tampons do you know what tampons are for You stick it in a bullet wound, she says, it swells and closes the wound. Bring your own sleeping bag, too, the men are told.
4: That's a little bit of a behind-the-scenes with the new recruits there in Russia, a report from CNN. Tell your wives and girlfriends to give you their tampons, because you can use that to seal up a bullet hole.
5: Wow, and there are other viral videos where the guys are saying, we haven't been trained at all, no training, and they're sending us to
4: the what about that, though? I mean, so the military,
1: uh,
4: as has been repeated over and over again, but it's worth remembering, in theory, one of the greatest militaries on planet Earth, we all thought up until recently, now they're telling your recruits, have your girlfriend give you her tampons in case you get shot which of course means we ain't got nothing for you you get right. shot
5: you better have something to plug the bullet hole on your own because we, we hardly ain't. have any medics and they have no gear because we ain't got nothing that's unbelievable yeah. here's a little and more. bring your own sleeping bag too and bring, oh my god
3: oh my god here is here's a little more on that report on television the hundreds of thousands being mobilized by president putin are well equipped in reality their videos on social media tell a different
2: tale.
3: We were officially told that there would be no training before being sent to the combat zone, this recruit says. We had no shooting, no tactical training, no theoretical training, nothing.
4: It's hard, wow. it's hard to imagine what you would do if you are in
5: that situation. Dessert. I'm not, I, I, it's probably easier said than done. Oh, yeah. I I don't doubt that for a second. Do whatever it takes to desert.
4: Well, your your decision making would be: Am I more likely to get shot deserting, or pointing my gun toward the Ukrainians and doing what I'm told? That that you'd be making that moment by moment decision, I suppose.
5: Yeah, yeah. I, I, what a nightmare! Comfortable Americans can't even imagine being put in that situation. Maybe you wait till the heat of battle. You run off then. You hide in the woods until you see a a blue and yellow flag. Then you, you surrender, say, I'm a conscript. I have no ill will against you people. Please don't kill me.
4: Well, there are going to be thousands and thousands of those. Here's a little more from that same report.
3: Another officer addresses his recruits. If you have hernias, plates in your head, I was told you're fit for mobilization, he says, so stop saying you can't. I live on pills, so if I go, you'll be doing your tasks like everyone else. Even the deputy prime minister of the Donetsk People's Republic couldn't help but be honest as the city of Liman fell to Ukrainian forces. The situation on the Lehman front is bad. Let's speak frankly, he tells a Russian propagandist. Everything is the same as everywhere else. Namely, there are not enough people. Russians are getting
4: their asses kicked. Absolutely right now. And it ain't going to get better. I was watching General David Petraeus again yesterday. And he's a guy as, uh, who commanded all our troops for a long time and knows what he's talking about. says, look, this is irreversible, and here's why. And he would go through the, they've got this here, that here, Ukrainians have this here. It's irreversible at this point. There's no mm-hmm. changing the direction of this war if you're Russia. So does Putin know that?
5: No changing it without using, you know, weapons of mass destruction. Without using nuclear weapons, right? Yeah. Does Putin know that, though? And if he I does see. know that,
4: what determination does he make?
5: I think he's figuring it out. I mean, they have access to CNN just like anybody else does. Um, and I think uh, the era of his military commanders blowing sunshine up him, as they say. And they shouldn't say that. Um, I think that's <laughs> over.
4: So a different angle on this story. I just became aware of over the weekend. If you followed the news, you probably saw this. CPAC. That's that super core conservative get together group thing that happens every year. Mhm. CPAC put out a tweet over the weekend that they have since deleted. And nobody knows who who put it out or who deleted it, but Vladimir Putin announces the annexation of four Ukrainian-occupied territories. Biden and the Dems continue to send Ukraine billions of taxpayer dollars. Meanwhile, we're under attack at our southern border. When will Democrats put hashtag America first and end the gift-giving to Ukraine? So CPAC put out on their Twitter feed, so their official statement was, this is a gift to Ukraine. They called the... um annexation of four Ukrainian-occupied territories, whatever that means. Anyway, m- making kind of the Tucker Carlson-style argument that a big chunk of Republicans are making of, you know, we shouldn't be doing this, let's worry about our own country.
5: It seems like a false choice to me. It's not one or the other, do both. Now
4: that was, again, Who? nobody's, exactly, nobody's taking credit for having put that tweet out on the CPAC site, and then who took it down? But then you've got the other and oh, and then the polls that we've talked about, even like last week, where close to half of Republicans in polls say they think we're giving too much money to Ukraine. Then you got the Lindsey Graham crowd, which is at least currently it would seem the majority of Republicans who are hardcore, this is important for the planet, for the world order, this is good for the United States, if, you cra- if Russia gets away with this, it's bad for us all the way around, what does it say to China, what does it say to the, you know, the rest of the world, blah, blah, blah. And that uh, practically, it's probably 55-45, looking at the polls that I've seen, split among Republicans in this country, is about to burst wide open after the election here, five weeks from today, if especially if the republicans end up taking the house back kevin mccarthy has made some noises you know it's hard to say whether he's on the side of the we're doing too much for ukraine or if he's just trying to make it clear that he hears the voices of that crowd
5: i think that's it probably he almost always ends up pretty mainstreamy but he's very canny about tipping his cap uh, to various constituencies but if he has half of his caucus Voting the other direction on
4: a lot of this Ukraine funding, that could be something.
5: Yeah, it could be pretty uncomfortable for him.
4: Yeah, and so anyway, that's the uh, coming civil war in the Republican Party right after the election over Ukraine funding. How real does that get? Does Trump Trump declare he's running and run on we should stop funding Ukraine the way we are? With the number one show in all of cable news, Tucker Carlson, in agreement? That could be some interesting politics
5: for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult to know how much poll Tucker actually has. He is the most watched show, but it's a couple million people? Something uh, like that? Uh, yeah. But I the, mean it's huge for cable news. I'm not trying to diminish it in terms of, you know, the achievement of it, but it's uh it's not that big a percentage of Americans.
4: Well, r- r- true, but he w- it would seem based on a bunch of polling that about half of the Republican party g- agrees with him. Hmm. So, what happens there? i don't know i I'm very happy to be very clear that I'm on the side of this is a very big deal, and we need to fund them uh till uh, till they win till Russia has driven completely out of Ukraine. Oh, I heard a great thing from General Wesley Clark yesterday on one of the cable news channels. Do you remember him? He's a general who was going to run for president uh I, I guess during the Iraq war. He was unhappy with the direction that was going. He was going to run against Bush mm-hmm. ended up not throwing his hat in the ring, but he was a cable. New show darling there for a while. As he was, he was right.
5: our NATO guy, wasn't he, for a while? I, I, he had all sorts of high positions.
4: Anyway, as he was saying yesterday on one of the cable news shows, uh, we need to give the Ukrainians that next level of long-range missiles. He said that whole debate of we don't want to make it look like we're at war with Russia, is only occurring within the United States. Putin is constantly talking about how it's a war against NATO. They're running ads all over the country on how they're at war. He's already made that determination. The only people having this argument is us, and it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I think he's right about that.
5: And yet, popular support seems to be waning, as you point out. Or it's at least kind of shaky. In the United States? Yeah.
4: Huh, yeah. You, you, really, I don't know if I did go that far. You think popular support is shaky? Well, for with the, war in the
5: Ukraine? percentages you just mentioned are true. That half sounds shaky one, to me. Well,
4: half of one party
5: you got half of that party that's in favor of it, and almost all the Democrats. Well, and you know how knee-jerk politics is these days and how tribal. I mean, if, if uh, Ron DeSantis, for instance, got elected president, and he said, yeah, I think it's important that we support Ukraine, or you're going to see bloody land grabs in every corner of the world, every dictator's going to try to absorb their neighbor, and then it'll be never-ending wars for the next 150 years. You'll, you'll see a lot of Republicans say, yep, yeah, I see your point, I'm with you. Well,
4: and the only reason almost all Democrats are in favor of this is because their party, their president, is leading the way on it. I have a feeling if a Republican president was doing exactly the same thing, they wouldn't feel that way. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. Coming be some, up. That'll be some fun politics to watch right after. Oh, There's going to be an hit, but a couple of big stories right after the election. It's going to be all about Joe Biden's age. And uh, if the Republicans take the House, is this going to erupt as a fissure Around
5: Ukraine, I guess we will see. And if a Republican takes the White House, you'll see more flip-flopping than the Cirque du Soleil, huh? Mm. Um, Oh, coming up. Damn Trump and his election denials. Got a collection for you. Do I give it away or not? A collection of Democrats engaging in election denial that goes on so long without any repeats. We can't air it all. It's too long.
4: Okay, cool. I want to hear that. Can you imagine being sent into battle? Being told that I hope you have your wife's tampons to plug bullet holes? And no training and zero will to fight? Holy
0: crap!
4: Just absolutely amazing. Uh, More on the way. Stay with
0: us. Armstrong and Getty.
1: While touring the demilitarized zone on Thursday, Vice President Kamala Harris mistakenly said the U.S. has, quote, an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. It's a huge blunder that many are calling presidential.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So... You cannot turn on news, flip through your major publications, whatever, without hearing a journalist moan and complain bitterly about how Trump specifically and Republican election deniers are dangerously close to gaining office. These election deniers are running in multiple states, blah, blah, blah. You hear it over and over and over again. I'll tell you for the record, unless you have damn good evidence that an election was not legit, you shouldn't go around saying it was not legit. I don't care who you are. But we're going to hit you with two minutes of something. It's taken from a longer montage. It's four and a half times longer than what you're about to hear without any repeats. Every voice you hear is going to be a member of the Democratic Party. 39 he's
0: an
2: illegitimate president
3: do you believe trump is illegitimate president what i believe is that there's no question that the outcome of this election was affected by the russian interference
2: there absolutely is a cloud of illegitimacy so that legitimacy is in question yes so that was a very tainted election and and in that sense it's, it's illegitimate
3: why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you because he knows he didn't he knows he's an illegitimate president. Stolen emails, stolen drone, stolen throne
5: stolen election, welcome to the world of unprecedented Trump. So do you believe President Trump is an illegitimate president?
3: Based on what I just said, which I can't retract. <laughs>
2: the Russian attempt to have, to have the election, and frankly the FBI's weighing in on the election, I think make the, make, makes his election illegitimate.
0: There was a widespread understanding that this election was not on the level. We still don't know what really happened, Isaac. I mean, there's just a lot that I think will be revealed. History will discover. But you don't win by three million votes and have all this other shenanigans stuff going on and not come away with an idea like whoa, something's not right here.
2: The outcome of the election was affected by their interference,
5: and now we need to know, you know to what degree, uh, if any, the Trump campaign was actually in
2: collusion with, the, uh, with, so, with Russia.
0: he knows he's an illegitimate president. So of course he's obsessed with me, and I believe that it's a guilty conscience. We
5: actually won the last presidential election, folks. They stole the last presidential election.
0: That Al Gore won that election. I think he won it anyway. Actually, I think I carried Florida. Bush versus Gore. A court took away a presidency.
4: If all the votes were counted in Florida, that Al Gore would be president today and George Bush would be back in office.
3: I come from Florida, where you and others participated in what I call the United States coup d'etat. There's no
2: doubt in my mind that Al Gore was elected president.
5: Wow,
4: that's so, Jimmy Carter at the end?
5: Yeah, So and a
4: former president saying there's no doubt in my mind that Al Gore won. Wow.
5: The theme went from race to race and period to period of the nine minutes that video slash audio is. It's nine minutes long. It includes heaping helpings of Stacey Abrams claiming that her election was stolen from her and all sorts of Democrats claiming the same thing.
4: Man, oh man. we just we're just we've we, we've been heading I can't get anybody I, I I've tried to start this conversation with some some partisan people before, both on the right and the left, and I never get anywhere with it. <laughs> I always get shut down, but we' have been we've been headed this direction for so long. With both parties participating in it, just keeps going further and further and further, and we keep taking more and more steps, and we're going to destroy ourselves this way. But it, and whenever I try to bring this up with anybody, it always ends up with a the other side does it more mm-hmm. uh, conversation, so I never get anywhere. But it's 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 like that article uh, that New York Times piece I read a week ago about how they're all they're all telling us a joke. They all take this as a joke. It's Just like we can we can do anything, we can claim anything, America will still just hang around and we'll get to, you know, participate in it. No, no it's not going to work that way. Everybody is losing respect for all the institutions and it's going to crumble.
5: Yeah, yeah, let's just keep waving the match at the gas can and pretending we're going to throw it in and it'll be fine. You know, to that point, what is this the uh, the Wapo Apocalypse now. Democrats embrace a dark midterm message. If Republicans take power, they will establish a dystopia that cripples democracy and eviscerates your rights. Wow. Great. I haven't read that. And they're writing about the Democratic strategy. They're not claiming that to be true. They're just saying that's what the Democrats, that's their campaign message.
4: Man, you listen. And all that stuff was pre. You know January 6 you, you you can't understand how we ended up where we ended up it's amazing
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
6: Frustration and shock in a Northern California community after video showing members of the River Valley High School varsity football team taking part in a disturbing prank, where they appeared to stage a slave auction of three of their black teammates. School officials in the Yuba City Unified School District obtained the video, described as a, quote, slave sale, last week and barred the students involved from competing. CNN affiliate KCRA says it shows about a dozen students pointing and yelling dollar amounts at the black students standing in their underwear up against a wall. So,
4: oh my God. So these high school football players did a, a fake slave auction with three of the black teammates and so they've all been suspended and because so many of the players have been suspended they've just canceled the football season for the rest of the year which obviously really sucks for any of the players that had nothing to do with it. but what i haven't heard nailed down and i don't know if this is known were the were the black kids like completely playing along with this and while it's an incredibly poor taste um if if they were going along with it I think canceling the football season for the rest of the year seems like an overreach.
5: I would agree. That is a fundamental question. You'd think a journalist worth a crap would have asked that question and gotten an answer for it. You know, I go back to it was utterly idiotic and in horrible taste. The rest and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I could go on for a half an hour. You get the idea. But these are children. I mean, they're older children, but they're children. So, you know, sit them down, yell at them, suspend them for a game, whatever. The idea that they've canceled the rest of the season because children did something moronic, I just, it's too much.
4: Well, I would just like to know, or or is it, they're so cool with each other, the white kids and the black kids, and it, the, the whole slave thing seems so incredibly
5: distant and in another world-ish that it just doesn't, it didn't bother them. Well, and it's Yuba City, California, right? Yeah. So it's going to be uh, quite a few Hispanic kids as well, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, 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 and I don't know. While they, you know, this is not about the kids. It's about the adults in the school district making sure the world knows that they are crazy hardcore about anything racist.
4: I guess. I uh, got a couple of texts I want to get to. I have. Th- I have this. Conundrum that I had yesterday, and I don't know if anybody else has ever done this before. Maybe I'm the only person. Um, so i just been crazy tired lately, and uh, and a couple other minor health things. And so I thought I'd get my blood checked because uh, one time I was feeling this way, and I got my blood checked. That turned out I had cancer, and it turned into a like a nine month ordeal that was just horrifying. So I thought I'd get my blood checked. Hmm. Um, so I got my blood checked, and during the day waiting for my results, I had this conflicting thing going on in my mind where obviously i don't want something to be horribly wrong with me sure yeah but if it turns out there's nothing wrong with me (laughs) (laughs) what does that mean also and so i've got the results and i got the results from my doctor and i was was watching the results come in yesterday that's interesting in the modern world you know god dang it within an hour i was getting results and that's um, amazing you know and then they pour into your your, your web mail during the day and it shows you the normal range and everything was it then normal a couple of things slightly out of normal but close enough and my doctor just sent me an email good news you know any of the things that weren't completely normal are just minor aberrations nothing to worry about and so i've got the feeling that i was worried about yesterday mm-hmm. so this is just the way i am then I mean, nice. I mean i'm glad i don't have something horrible wrong with me that would be bad but it's also bad that i feel this crappy and this is just this is just my baseline. Is maybe, this just- you, maybe you've joined me <laughs> in
5: having no testosterone. <laughs> I don't have low T. I have no T.
4: Is this just what I feel like all the time now? That's not good news either. So I just you wondered: know, does anybody else ever do that? Where you're kind, you're not hoping for to have something wrong with you. But if I don't have something wrong with me, what the hell?
5: Yeah, i don't condemned know. to a life of sluggishness. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. I get it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I gotta sleep more, like everybody.
4: We got a couple of texts. Um, we we're talking about that story of various areas of the country where they're uh really making some really stiff penalties on if you're dealing fentanyl to kill people. Um, and that seems like a pretty good idea to me. And we were talking about deterrence and whether it's a deterrent or not. And we got this from a former law enforcement officer. Um. Uh, pushing back on Joe's version of how well deterrence works, he said, I personally specialized in narcotic enforcement, and I have many family me- family members who have both used, smuggled, and sold drugs. Wow. And, and sadly, nothing will deter those types of people from doing what they do. They have this, but I won't get caught attitude. That's
5: interesting. Well, yeah, but that does go and he goes, to one of the principles that I was talking about, the certainty of being caught, but go on.
4: And he goes on to say, interestingly enough, I've found that once a criminal has finally decided to leave the criminal lifestyle, they, too, can't believe that they ever took such risks themselves. Hmm. That's interesting that once you get out of it, you look back and I think, geez, that was crazy. What was I doing? But at hmm. the time, their mindset was, I won't get caught. Huh? I, yeah, that's an interesting angle of deterrence. If it's even if it's not even close to accurate, you're probably going to get caught. If their belief is they won't get caught, then no, that deterrence is probably not going to work on them.
5: Right. Well, there's really only one way to change that belief, I guess. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, exactly. Here's a question for you. I've always loved the parable of the guy who comes upon a beach with 10,000 starfish washed up. And the kids throwing the starfish back in one by one, and the guy says, "There are thousands of starfish on this beach. You you can't make it any difference." And the kid replies, "I just made a difference for that one." You know, it's it's a really it's a beautiful illustration. If you can if you can help one person have a better life, you've really made a difference on Earth. So so go out and do it. Tell me this: Can I flip that on its uh, side? Look at the other side of the coin, and say. Does charging a fentanyl dealer with murder deter fentanyl dealers? Well, it deterred that one. Hmm. That one's not selling any more fentanyl. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Is that going to save a life? Maybe. I guess the problem with that reverse metaphor is that other scumbags will, will fill that void pretty quickly. Scumbags! So that's why we build the giant Armstrong and Getty prison camps. Offshore island prison camps. We haven't talked about this for a long time. We don't have too many prisons. We have too few. We need vast areas ready to imprison people who refuse to follow the law. They will be treated humanely. Of course. But they will be treated humanely behind bars.
4: Where did the term scumbag come from? And it's I, Do I want to know?
5: No. Nope. Almost certainly not
4: unrelenting inflation is taking its toll on Americans, leaving more Americans living paycheck to paycheck. This is from
5: CNBC. My kid, was uh, we were texting back and forth, my 23-year-old, she said, inflation is killing us. Her and her man. She said, you know, we were, it was, uh, they live more or less paycheck to paycheck. She's a saver, like her dad. uh, But it's tight and getting tighter.
4: Yeah. As I've said before, when I fill up my truck i regularly think how would i've done this when i was 25 right i can do it now but i don't know how i would have done it earlier or going to the grocery store or a restaurant or whatever well one i didn't go to a restaurant then and i certainly wouldn't now if i was uh in the same financial situation but even buying food at the grocery store anyway uh even high income earners are feeling the strain a report found of those earning more than six figures Close to half reported living paycheck to paycheck, a jump from the previous year of 38%. So it's gone from 38% to 45% of people who make six figures living paycheck to paycheck. Wow. So far. So far. Yeah. Um, that's the standout number. But yeah, that's that's an excellent point you make. That's only going to grow.
5: Yeah, I've I've read various reports where the number of people who are drawing on savings for regular household expenses is growing too. So you know, do the math there.
4: And number of reports that people are using credit cards with just kind of the idea of guess that all things will get better and then I'll deal with it. But you know, there is a max on all credit cards. Hmm.
5: Yeesh. I, just, I think back to a couple of years ago when people like us were shouting about stop toying with causing inflation these policies are going to bring us inflation because a lot of people younger voters uh, have never dealt with it they didn't know what it was some of the older voters were persuaded by the new school of liberal economics that says no you're not going to have a problem with inflation through hyperspending you can print more money you can do this you can do that blah. blah, blah. it's not going to be a problem And I was thinking, man, you people are maniacs. And sure enough, here it is now. But, you know, and and it's like the swing back and forth crime policies. When we finally do get inflation under control and return to some sense of normalcy, it'll be uh, years and years and years until anybody's crazy enough to to toy with that monster again. And by then, most people will have forgotten, probably make the same mistakes. Uh, Do I understand
4: we have something Kamala Harris related coming up? Did you guys, you guys were talking about that? I was reading something else. Mm -hmm. Trying to remember. Oh, that's right. Bill Maher made some strong statements about Kamala Harris on his Friday night HBO show. That, among other things, on the way.
7: off today.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: I think the great liberal Bill Maher in his HBO show, I think he gets tweeted tweeted more on Fox shows and stuff like that now than he does on uh, on the left-leaning channels. But here's a little Bill Maher from Friday night.
2: Could see is replacing the vice president because yeah, she's just she's, she's not very popular hasn't anywhere <laughs> and it didn't seem to work out and um, I don't know, that's been done before on a ticket, you know. I just think she's a bad politician and I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I think she's a very bright person, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, just see, but I can see them doing that. Because a lot of the problem with Biden being old is, oh, if he dies, then, you know, you're Mm going to get this person. Okay, so here's the problem with the Democratic Party. They're so boxed in by identity politics that you cannot conceive of a Democratic ticket that doesn't have a woman, person of color on it, and pretty soon you're going to line up behind that gay Latino, and you're going to have to have, you know, a a deaf Eskimo be be the...
4: Wow, that's the sort of joke that right wingers generally make. Wow, but so I was trying to read the crowd there. It's hard to say because there there are people who obviously love Bill Maher enough that they figured out how to get tickets and took the time to show up to the show. So they're gonna, you know, clap for whatever he says to a certain extent. Maybe say, oh, "How about replace the vice president?" And some people clapped, and I just I don't know. I don't know how much enthusiasm they have for dumping Kamala Harris. But the polling is uh, been. Terrible for her forever, including the fact that she ran for president and had to quit before Iowa because it was so obvious she wasn't going to win nothing anywhere.
5: Yeah, it's so odd that the Democrats would scoop that low in their bucket of possibilities to grab her. I, I get the identity politics box and everything, but again, she couldn't even get to Iowa. Never mind, how did she do in Iowa? Right. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. I don't know. I I'm really worried about that. The fact that we have a very fragile old president, barely, in, you know, in, uh, with a grip on reality, and then a, just a. I disagree with Bill Maher. I don't think Kamala Harris is very bright at all. Um, it could be there is some area in which she is very adept. Maybe she's. Uh, like a super great organizer almost, of accounts or something.
4: I almost said something horrible.
5: Oh, well, no, Michael,
4: Michael's cheering
5: me on. No, you don't high five him for something that was so terrible he didn't even say it, Michael. Although I'm trying to. Well, I'll tell you. you. I'll tell you what a misogynist would say. No, don't. No, there's no win. Everybody knows what you're going to say. <laughs> Leave it out. <clears throat> but it could be she's extremely good at like uh, uh, organizing. Brown. Oh boy. Oh, golly. You know what? I did what I could. Uh, Organizational tasks or budgeting or something like that. And she's just very bad at talking because that doesn't make you a bad person. But if you are a horrible communicator, you cannot be a good politician. And she's a horrible communicator. Speaking of women who may or may not have used their allure uh, uh, to get ahead, did you hear the Kim Kardashian story? Hit with a one and a quarter million dollar fine from the SEC because of her uh, social media post saying, Hey, I've been looking at this Erythrium Max token. It's like a, a cryptocurrency and it's really cool. Oh, boy. Wow. And not disclosing, she was paid a quarter million dollars for the
4: post. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't want that to be okay. No. And she's uh, she's an attorney now. She passed the bar, so she knew exactly what she was doing.
5: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
4: That's a that seems like an odd move for her. I mean, speaking of who's bright and who's not, she she seems to be pretty bright when uh, when it comes to uh, understanding the ways of the financial world.
5: Yeah, I almost wonder if one of her person, one of her people screwed up because mm. um, there was supposed to be a disclaimer there at the bottom and illegible, you know, white on white font or something like that. But and then this I've become aware of this story. I'll just read you the account. All Every news story about a general principle has to start with a specific person. Every single one nowadays. I don't know why. <clears throat> Millie Hill said it was love at first sight, as her husband of 50 years held a pint-sized chihuahua puppy at a Puppyland pet store last summer. So this happens to be Washington State, where they still have pet stores. California outlawed them decades ago, I think. Um, Howard Hill, 95, and dealing with vascular dementia, was worried about how quiet their home, blah, blah, blah would be when their dog passed away. So after hurriedly signing papers at the pet store chain, the Hills walked out with a new $4,595 puppy. Wait a second. It's a pet store that sells pets that expensive? Uh, yes, particularly to the old and, and perhaps dementia-ridden. But it's worse than that. When she sat down to look at the paperwork a few days later, Millie quickly realized her mistake. The bundle of high-interest loans she'd signed would eventually swell to a cost more than $19,000. Wait a second.
4: So you made the unwise decision of buying a $4,500 puppy,
5: but you it, but it got ripped off beyond that. I, th- I thought that scam was good enough, but they went even further. Well, right. Evidently now, there are, in some states... They have... Buy a pet on payments, but if you don't read the fine print and nobody does, you'll realize it's at a confiscatory rate with terms that are difficult to comply with and penalties and the rest of it. Oh, my God. So, so this poor 85-year-old gal and her 90-year-old husband buy a dog for $4,500 literally, and end up with a $19,000 loan.
4: Literally 85 and 90? Or are you just exaggerating? No, th- that's, no, that's ages. I ages. Yeah. Like, okay, I thought maybe you were just, you know.
5: I felt betrayed. You don't expect this from people who sell animals and love animals, said the poor old lady whose husband died last year. This should not be allowed. It should be illegal.
4: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. God dang it. I think buying a $4,500 dog is insane. But even if you are, if you can't afford to just outright pay for it, don't don't buy a dog on payments. Oh my god.
5: And there are a ton, all un, there are a number of states that have banned retail pet stores from offering leasing plans that are similar in cost and structure to car leases, meaning a failure to pay could result in a pet being seized. Well,
4: I think there's plenty of puppy owners throughout the years. You want to
5: repossess this one-year-old
4: Labrador at this point? Feel free. Come get it. The sooner the better. Can you be here in an hour?
5: The founder of Puppyland, which has six stores in four states, defended the company's practice of using finance companies that offer the high-interest loans, arguing it gives the pet owners more flexibility. Sure, it gives them the option of ruining their lives. Quote, the... Michael, these interest rates are not unique to Puppyland, and Puppyland has no control over the interest rates our customers receive when working with third parties for financing.
4: Wow, Puppyland, way to have a soul. Oh. Do you have no conscience whatsoever? You ripped off a
5: 90-year-old. Good Lord! <laughs> Don't buy pets on payments. Don't lease dogs. Good Lord. <laughs> buy, a, Get a rescue pet or... You know, it's just not the big time pet stores. Pet stores are d- disgusting for dogs, anyway. For no, dogs certainly.
4: and cats, yeah, because they yeah. still we got our. Uh, they still sell lizards and fish at our oh, local yeah, pet a store. A
5: hamster? What do you? Hamster doesn't care. Hamsters are stress free. They are a relaxed beast. They don't care.
4: Unless Richard Gear walks in the pet store, oh, then you're boy. stressed out.
5: Again, again, restraint evidently is a thing of the past on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: If you miss an hour of the show, you can get it in podcast form. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty on demand is what you look for. That was unfortunate. Armstrong and Getty (laughs) on demand. I disavow.
5: I disavow. Armstrong and Getty.
6: Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your
7: perfect home sweet home. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the EasyBreathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own EasyBreathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.
0: Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and logic.